Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance. Suggested. It's kind of suggested. It's almost that walk-in-esque pause. It's Parental Guidance Suggested. suggested. <laughs> I, imagine that, I imagine that's how it's Crazy. Said. Jane Ellen here with Adam Cravens, and we're going to actually, eventually, crazy, get to a movie review. Yeah, one of these days we'll just we'll go right into it like we're in a horse race. But yeah, we don't want. It's probably. I mean, it's probably not today, but like one day because you. I mean, you have to have goals. I think mm-hmm. it's good to set them. I mean, maybe not necessarily like instantly achieve them, but as long as you have a goal and you're working towards something, I think that's ultimately what counts. Crazy. So, uh, I already forgot what movie you saw. Instant Family. Oh, that's right. Instant Family. Just to just say you've got a little powdered family, you add a little water, boom. So, I heard someone who I didn't know talking in passing to someone else about it. I just saw this movie, Instant Family, and it was the weekend it had come out. And this was my thought as she's going, oh, I laughed, I cried, I loved it. And I'm thinking... Of all the movies that came out this weekend, you chose that one. Huh. We have nothing in common. That aside. It, the film is not un, un, unaccessible mm-hmm. or, or unexceptional. Like, the thing about it is, like, oh, okay, when, um, when you see the preview for, say, Holmes and Watson, mm-hmm. like, Farrell and John C. Riley, like, those guys are just, they're gangbusters. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they're I, I loved him in Talladega Nights. Uh, Step Brothers has to be one of like the funniest movies. Like I, I would put it in, in my top. Never saw it. Really? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do Do you know the the, the oh, concept? I, I am aware of it. Behind yes. it, like maybe not, I saw it. I don't. Not a fan of John C. Riley. Or no, I, it's if you saw it, you like it's enough. It's full enough of those those Bond moths, kind of in the the Anchorman sense that like yeah. I yeah. love Step Brothers. Uh, well, part of it is my husband's fault. I know that he does hate Will Ferrell. I like Will Ferrell in that I think he'd be super fun to hang around with. Um, and I really loved Megamind. I, I, I really love Megamind. I, I am a huge. I, I've been really a fan of Megamind. his, and I and I'm saying all this. He's not in this movie. Like funny enough. Oh. Um, but. Uh, the director, if he were. the the gentleman, the gentleman that directed this, uh, Sean Anders, I believe is his name, met him on uh, Daddy's Home, mm-hmm. who is uh, Mark Wahlberg, who does star in this movie's co-star. The two of them have a very like a a straight man, funny mm-hmm. man shtick that works. The two of them um, also work together on the other guys, and mm-hmm. like Wahlberg and Farrell have a definitive chemistry and and Uh no one no one has ever accidentally mixed the two of them up like physically the two the two are wildly different specimens their approach to acting completely different their styles of comedy like so one is not necessarily tripping over the other when Uh they're like they're not trying to one-up the other in the same way with a joke um the fact that Wahlberg is kind of your comedic backbone of this mm-hmm. movie. And like I said, it's not that Mark, Mark Wahlberg is not funny at all. I don't think he's funny enough to kind of be the the lightning rod. Oh, so for this that. is a comedy. Yes. Oh. Instant Family is a, it is from the same guy that did Daddy's Home. Like there's I thought it was more of a 
don't know, drama. It, well, I mean, there there are dramatic, much in the same way that like Daddy's Home is about mm-hmm. like this this stepfather trying to integrate into this family, like with two kids that are are still very much attached to their biological father, but they also love their stepfather, see that like he is definitively trying to make a difference in their life, but the the fact that one of them looks like he's like hell's angels like and, and you know or maybe he's in a gang or something and then you have Will Farrell that looks like the IT guy like out of your <laughs> your your office like right. and the fact that these two are now like one is the stepfather and and they they begin conflicting because of that like mm-hmm. you get a lot of material from that. my spouse was annoyed that i giggled several times during daddy's home oh like i i am a i am a fan of that movie not not the least of which because like i i am a stepfather like i understand like that kind of conflict like there's a lot that i can relate to like the scene where will ferrell accidentally drives the harley like up the stairs in his house mm-hmm. and runs into the wall I don't really like, you know, openly like feel a a camaraderie with that scene, but there's a lot of that that conflict and kind of those hurdles that you have to come through coming into it as a step parent that I can relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, Daddy's Home kind of hit me in a, a pretty uh, solid way. There's also a sequel. They bring in um, yes. they bring in Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson as Mark Wahlberg's father, and like. I, I will I will say Mel Gibson has made some very unfortunate statements, very unfortunate statements in has it been 10, 10 15 years. Seems like ago yesterday. at this point. Like and yet crazy. Crazy. Yeah, he is the perfect foil he is. to um John Lithgow plays Will Farrell's father. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, if you did a spin-off movie about the two the two grandfathers, mm-hmm. like the the step grandfather and the biological grandfather I'm te- like I'd watch that Mel Gibson and John Lithgow like they just worked in this movie like mm-hmm. the chem- chemistry like the juxtaposition of the characters everything works about that like it just it felt the 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 equation balance and yet this is the movie we're not talking about well I'm walking oh. I'm walking through that because like the, the Sean Anders and Mark Wahlberg are all over these movies. Mm-hmm. So, like, they obviously understand comedy. Like, they understand kind of that interpersonal relationships with families. Um, however, this film is missing its Will Ferrell. And I'm not saying Will Ferrell, he is the one that needed to be in this movie. But he was very much the comic lightning rod mm-hmm. that, like, everything kind of centered around. Like, the rest of the guys were funny. But, like, Will Ferrell, he he was your Jordan. Like, he just kept pumping those mm-hmm. threes, like, just put your boom, boom. Occasionally, you know, Scotty Pippen to come around, like toss in like a, a two wait, or something wait, like that. Wait, are you? I The Chicago Bull, yes, the 1990s Chicago. Are you making a the only, sports reference? I can sometimes tie in a Tiger Woods reference as hmm. well. All the rest of them. Um, I know that so Babe rare. Ruth played the baseball. Um, Harry rare. Potter played Quidditch. Quidditch. Like that's, but I, I've exhausted everything I know about sports now. Wait. No, movies about sports. I know. Oh, yeah. Longest they, yard. they better be about real th- Like, be- I've seen Rookie of the Year when that kid that hurt his arm and he could pitch in the major league. Another but I movie that we're not reviewing. I, yeah. I don't think that one was real, though. Oh. It may not have been. Huh. Whatever the case. 
I, I said all that to say, like, Rudy. this this film does not have its kind of comic, like, centerpiece. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is where it kind of meanders. The story is solid enough. Like, Mark Wahlberg and uh, Rose Byrne, I believe is her name. She was uh, played uh, Myra McTaggart in the X-Men movies. Um, I believe she was in Bridesmaids mm-hmm. as well. Uh, like, a fine, talented actress. So they're a couple, and they want to foster a child, but they're given the opportunity to quickly foster more than one? They find um, kind of this sassy teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, like on the street? No, corners? no, no, no. It's not just like, hey, hey we're taking sassy. you home. Yeah. Uh, that's kidnapping. Um, <laughs> and that's that's not what this movie's about. Like, um, they're going through this adoption agency, basically, yeah. and they're... They um, initially they say, you know, oh, we want like, you know, uh, a little boy or a little girl, like, you know, two year old, like very stereotypically what a a couple would like. They meet uh, at kind of this. I I don't know exactly how to let's a meet and greet for like the kids that are up for adoption. And initially they're looking at like the very young kids. They find a teenager that happens to smart off to them in a really funny way. Mm-hmm. And it kind of sparks in them just going, well, because they, they've they've set this up in the film by them saying, you know, the teenagers traditionally, they just age out. Yeah. Um, and statistically, it can lead to this, this and this like they never recover from this. So the two of them get to talking and they're like, well, what if what if we adopt? What if we're the ones that adopt the teenager? We'll do that. And they they ask them about it, and they're like, "Well, here here's the catch with that. Uh, she has a little brother and a little sister. Um, they're very, very close knit. Um, if you get her, like you would need to. We're not saying this is you know mandatory, but she looks after them. Like they depend on her. Um, she is almost like a surrogate, you know, mother to them in a certain way." So you, they don't. They should. They they were like, if you if you want to do it, it needs to be three of them. So they go from having a young child mm-hmm. to wanting a teenager to now having three children. And this is a couple that I don't even think had a pet hmm. at the beginning of the movie. Well, that's interesting. And you get a lot of your 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 bits of comedy just from their their lack of prep. Like they have a very nice house. They flip houses like for money. So like. Um, one of them kind of interior designs, and then Mark Wahlberg is the one that actually kind of does the the meat and potatoes like mm-hmm. of the work. Like she'll be like, "Okay, we're gonna buy this house. We'll do this, this, and this with it. We're gonna use this type of wood, and then we'll like she she does most of the planning, and then he goes in, knocks down some walls, puts this in. Um, so like they they they've got this really nice house that I imagine people that you know don't have six kids, let's say, mm-hmm. um, have like. They are able to go out whenever they want. Like huh. they can, they can go to movies whenever they want. They want to go out, take a trip over the weekend. That's crazy talk. Anybody. They don't have to send any of that. They they don't have to pick somebody up at three o'clock. Like they don't have to make sure that. Are you somebody... saying their lives are their own? I not necessarily that there there is not an addendum on every single day of their mm-hmm. life, and I think they are used to that lifestyle. They they enjoy the storybook of. We adopted this oh, teenager. Yes. They they have not yet experienced like like when you think, oh wow, yeah, I would that Ferrari, that'd be great if they're not but when you look at that and you picture yourself driving it, maybe you got those driving gloves and everything, you're not thinking about the insurance on that thing. You're not thinking about the monthly payments 
on that thing. You're not talking about what kind of gas this thing consumes. Like you're, you're not thinking about any of these things. You're just thinking about all oh, I am in that Ferrari. Mm-hmm. And you, the, the real comedy from the movie starts when you start seeing them realize that it's not, it's not a storybook. Um, you, you, and a lot of it, it works on those, but the, the rest of the film the, where you don't have that set up, like they lean pretty hard into the drama because Wahlberg and Byrne are both, both have most of their backgrounds in comedy and even are or, or in drama. And even when they do comedy, usually they're the straight man, like kind of picture like if David Spade and Chris Farley and Laurel and Hardy met, but like you took the two straight men and put them in their own movie together. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that it would completely lack comedy because, like I said, they're talented actors and they understand comedy, but that's not where their their instincts lie. And when they lean into the drama in this, and I, I all of my kids are adopted, so so maybe the drama hit me a little bit harder than it did other people. But like I I understand like some of that that interplay of like the the kids like kind of warming up to you like mm-hmm. having to to go through that process where this essentially a stranger is now kind of your 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 caretaker and you start seeing them making like breakthroughs and everything not gonna lie got a little misty in the movie mm-hmm. i don't know if this is going to be everyone's reaction but like when you especially started picking on the adoption themes really started picking at my heartstrings but it's a very personal issue mm-hmm. for me. Um, the woman that was sitting in front of me that was watching the movie, um, she apparently was hit very emotionally with it. I evidently saw it with a bunch of elderly women. Which is how you usually roll. That's, well, I I guess. Um, <laughs> but I, I saw it. I saw it at like noon on like a Tuesday or something. Mm-hmm. And she just turns around like she was also clapping like after the movie's over. I didn't want to break it to her that they can't hear her. <laughs> but but she was very happy about it and she turned around and she's like, that was so good. I'm glad we got to experience that. And I'm just like I just let me, I'm going to drink my Mellow Yellow Zero with, with lime in it. <laughs> yes. I'm Overjoyed that we <laughs> shared this experience. What? What's your name? What's your name? <laughs> Just I, I don't. I the I. It's a big, large, open auditorium, and it's dark. I, I feel like talking to people that you didn't bring with you or didn't come with you, or you didn't meet there at the theater. It's kind of like walking into the bathroom and and looking to your right at the the stall or urinal next to you and just being like, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> what's, uh, so, I mean, what's happening in your life? I'm, I'm doing good right now. I, uh, I just, I just met this girl. I think we're really hitting it off. Um, I, I, I ate a ham sandwich and let me say, like, it was a little bit salty, but like the sandwich was not displeasing. Can I, can I tell you, can I tell you that much? And they're just like, get out of my face. (laughs) If I'm, if I'm standing at the urinal, that's no talking. That's a no talking zone. It's not even a inside voice 
like type of situation, it's a no voice. We don't. And you know, my friend Rob had that same experience when he was at a urinal next to Malcolm Jamal Warner. And I he said, it's not the time for me to introduce myself. It, it It's not. It, it is just absolutely not. Like, it is a definite breach of etiquette. And I'm not saying, like, you know, it, maybe if she had dropped her glasses, if she couldn't have been like, sir, I cannot find my glasses. Could you assist? Sure, yes. Like, I'm, I'm not a Philistine. Like, I, I would do that. But, like, she wanted to share this emotional, like, experience with me. And, like, I was in the theater. That's as far as we need to take it. Like, <laughs> I don't go to the Tuesday at noon. So that, like, I can experience the fellowship with my brethren, okay? <laughs> I go I go to, like, the 1115 on a Sunday so that no one will talk to me. Like, <laughs> I don't like large crowds of people. Like, I, maybe if they were paying to see me and chanting my name, I would feel differently. But that's not why I go to the movies that early and on weird days. <laughs> There's a reason you don't see me in the theater consistently at Friday at 7. Like, okay, Avengers Endgame. That just dropped. I am going to try to experience that as soon as I can. Probably not midnight. Call her up. Uh, you're my wife? See and, she... and the woman. Oh, yeah. So she can experience it with you. Uh, a, A, I don't think my wife is going to be cool with me just calling up this woman who she doesn't know that I tell the story and it involves the word, word emotional experience. <laughs> I think this is a terrible, terrible idea. And I believe she was nearly 30 years my senior. Whatever. Um, I don't know this woman's name. The point is. Yes. Instant family. It's okay. The I, I think it leans a little into its drama. And like I said, if it was just a, a straight up dramatic movie. But I feel like, especially with when you look at the pedigree that this comes from. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying like comedy directors can't do drama or vice versa. Like Adam McKay has very famously like parlayed into some more serious work. The, the show on HBO that I thought was going to be a comedy when I saw that he and Will Ferrell were producing it. You were mistaken. Um, he and Will Ferrell also produced, uh, the big short, mm -hmm. um, that had several Oscar nominations. They're producing vice that's coming out on Christmas day about the life or not the life, rather the, um, the experience, Dick, you've got Christian Bale playing Dick Cheney as the vice president mm -hmm. to uh, W. And, and he also works the vice squad. I don't, I don't know if that's the way, if you have not seen the preview for vice, <laughs> Christian Bale. I've is seen playing, the makeup though. He is playing Dick Cheney and like, he looks like Dick Cheney. If you have ever seen a picture of Christian Bale previous to this movie, and I'm assuming you have because he's he was in those Batman movies that made a bajillion dollars and everyone loved. One of them was up for Best Picture. Uh, Heath Ledger got a Best Supporting Actor for one of them. I'm assuming some of you saw that movie. All right. Christian Bale is not balding. Um, pretty, pretty decent shape. Eh. And I mean, let's see... Uh, Dark Knight Rises, that was about, what, six years ago? So, like, we're not too far. Um, Christian Bale has brandoed himself, and I don't mean that he is going to do a revival of Streetcar Named Desire, brandoed himself. I mean... No, he could, yeah. Like, he has, he has put on an incredible amount of weight. 
I don't know if this is the bald cap. Remember that one time when something like a political figure, maybe a vice president, shot a guy in the face yeah. and we all laughed and For- said, is that as bad as it's going to oh, get? Oh, that's a good time. Now it's like, oh, uh, I, I miss that. When, when, I, <laughs> when I am looking for the, the subtlety, the calm, um, and the experience of George W. Bush, God help us all. But whatever the case, I am looking for escapist entertainment mm-hmm. in the vice presidency of Dick Cheney, which is something I never thought Does I would he say. perhaps sing and dance in this film? Um, in a Newsy-esque fashion? Um, sure. Christian Bale was in Newsies. I'm aware of okay, that. Okay, I'm making yeah. sure that you weren't just I, like... I know. I know that I have random thoughts. I know. Making, making sure. No, I don't think Dick Cheney is ripe, uh, or his life and times is ripe for a musical retelling, but... Um, Christian Bale could do it. I, I'm not... Bale. Bale's a pretty talented I mean, actor. Who would have thought that Hamilton would have been ripe for a musical? Of of, of Mary Poppins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, who knew? I, I didn't. But we're not reviewing any of those. Nope. nope. Uh, this review was on Instant Family, and uh, it's okay. It's I it will tug at your your heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Probably, um, the comedy is adequate, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't call it like quintessential. Yeah, it sounds like when it shows up on a streaming service, you go, "Oh, okay." But it doesn't sound like I have to go see it in the theater unless that woman is there and she wants to share the experience. That would be weird if, like, they have paid that woman to be in, like, every screening of Instant Wouldn't Family. that be or a they job? they have different women and they're huh? just like, uh, we're looking for a woman in her late 60s, early 70s to make uh, 30-ish year old men uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, preferably early in the morning. I'll take that Especially job. <laughs> if while they are drinking... What seems to be a mellow yellow zero uh, with a lime flavoring in it, possibly a cherry. Mm, um, that sounds we can, good. We, you can you can go either way on that. So the zero means no caffeine too. No, it's just uh, it's zero uh, calories. But, I, isn't that diet? Jay and I have Dew? the sugar. So, but but isn't diet Mountain Dew zero calories? So? Mellow yellow. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. They they don't have a diet mellow yellow. They have a mellow yellow zero. I see. Every time you said Mellow Yellow, I thought, well, why isn't he saying Diet Mountain Dew? <laughs> because, because it wasn't Diet Mountain Dew. That would be why. And the, the, the <laughs> our, our theater in this town has one of those, uh, what do they call it, like, mix? Yeah. It, it's one of it's the ones. It's a mixologist of sodas. Basically, yeah. yeah. Like, you, you can get, like, a you know, a root beer, a Coke, a Coke Zero, a Diet Coke, like a, a caffeine-free Coke, a, a, a Diet Coke, caffeine, like, any kind of combination you want to make, like with the, there's a Fanta in there, and like something you cannot find in a store is a Mellow Yellow Zero limeade flavored. It's my new favorite thing. Mm-hmm. But the kids and the wife hate it. So if I take them to a movie, I have to get a Diet Coke with vanilla flavoring. No, you don't, Adam. No, you don't. You don't have to buy that $8 soda. And make it something they well, like. Well, Jake, here's the catch about taking eight people to the movies. You build up points with that. I can basically get a free drink every time I go to the movies. 
I, I earned that many points essentially just by going to the movies with my family. You're like a migrant caravan. I, I really I, I am not unlike the, the Von Tramp family. And <laughs> the Von Tramps? Yes. <laughs> the Von Tramps. But I'd like to the see them Tramps. as the Von Tramps instead. Whatever. It's been a minute since I've what seen their, Sound of Music. But they're hobo sticks. <laughs> I want to see them. We're just, just waiting. But we could just come in there and we're like, <laughs> can we sing of our favorite things? And they're like, no. Why would you do that? <laughs> because we're the Von Tramps. We're the Von Tramps. <laughs> My new favorite thought. Okay, so um, the next movie you're going to see is? Um, it is either going to be Widows, mm-hmm. the Nutcracker. Yeah, I know. No. I'm not excited. No. Um, there was a, There's one more, but it's leaving my mind right now. Okay. Um, we. I, I will tell you this. Like, I have seen almost every film that is in the theater now. Like, until Aquaman... <gasps> Um, what's uh, the no, other? no, Mary Poppins is before Mary, Aquaman. Mary Poppins, Aquaman, and there's another film that releases right around that time. Like it's it's slim pickings hmm. right now. So if you had a choice, and you do, to go back and see a movie you've already seen, it's in the theaters right now. It would be Elf, probably. Is it is, as it is in its fifteenth anniversary showing, mm-hmm. and that movie does star Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. But does not star Mark Wahlberg. That guy. Though I'll tell you, I would watch a a movie about Mark Wahlberg as an elf. Like mm. if if Sean Anders wants to direct like the sequel to Elf, and it's about Will Ferrell like having an adoptive like brother elf who is also a human who he has to like kind of bring into the human world. I'd watch that. Mm. I think the comic possibilities of Mark Wahlberg is a very angry elf. Oh, definitely. I'm just saying. Yes. I'd, I'd Wait watch a minute. That. I want Mark Wahlberg and Louis Black to be the angry elves. I, if if Louis Black was the actual elf that raised angry Mark Wahlberg elf, mm-hmm. and that's part of the reason why he's so angry, like just a really disgruntled. I want elf. Melissa McCarthy in this film as well. I. You are not um, assembling what would be a blockbuster of epic proportions, I feel. I think it'd be great. Maybe maybe have Kurt Russell show up as Santa Claus <laughs> yeah. in that movie. Why not? Netflix, if you're listening, All we right. may have just fed you the sequel yeah. oh, to, that'd be to great. Christmas Chronicles. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe he's not even a human. He's just Mark Wahlberg is an angry elf. I was speaking to an adult person. That's there's that's even the title of it. Angry Elf. See, Bad Santa, Angry Elf. With his with his his father Louis Black. Yes. I was yes. speaking to an adult person. Uh Is that has, how did you did you address them as such? I'm just letting adult you know. Adult person. Who has a wife and child. Sure. And I kept saying the name Kurt Russell and I said, I keep saying Kurt Russell to you and yet you don't seem to know who I'm talking about. Should I say Snake Plissken to you instead? Some some people don't know, like, person's names. So after he looked it up, he goes, oh, I know who that guy is. I said, good. Next time I say Kurt Russell, I want some recognition here. Lesson learned. I, I have experienced um, a, a, a certain euphoric kind of knowledge that comes to you when you find out where people knew Tim Curry 
from. Mm -hmm. Because you want somebody that has a multi-decade, storied, varied career. If he's not your sweet transvestite, um, why are we talking? I'm just like, sometimes people are like, oh, the devil from Legend. Oh, the concierge from Home Alone 2. Oh, like... To find out where they, when when I say Tim Curry, where their mind goes, I, I think you almost have this kind of portal into people's mm-hmm. people's mindset, Cert, to a certain degree, their souls. I have to concur. He also played Captain Hook on Peter mm-hmm. Pan and the Pirate. I'm just saying, like, just saying. Tim Curry's been a little bit of everywhere, people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, but he was not in the film we just reviewed. No, no. Which... Nope. We could go off on another tangent, but we're not going to because we'll we're trying that. to be brief. We'll save that for later. So, uh, Instant Family, eh, it's okay. Wait till it's on Netflix or some other Yeah, it's thing. it's not instantly disposable, uh, but you don't need to see it instantly. Exactly. All right. Thank you for listening to PGS. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens.